Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. Today is the 18th day of July, and it is awesome to be here with you here today as we collectively stand here and reach out our hands and turn the knob and open the threshold and walk into this brand new week together. It's all shiny, it's all sparkly, and it's all waiting for us. We have not done anything good or bad. We have not messed up anything. It's all waiting for us, and we walk into it together using the counsel of the scriptures and the guidance of the Holy Spirit to navigate. And so it's exciting that we can start fresh and move into this new week. And this week we are reading from the God's Word translation of the Bible. If you're new to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. Sit back and enjoy God's Word pouring into your life. As we begin each new week, I'd like to give a general reminder of how we find the chapters that we are reading each day in order to complete all 150 chapters by the end of the month. Each day, first find the psalm that matches the day of the month, then skip 30 chapters forward four times. That means that the chapters for us to explore today are Psalm 18, Psalm 48, Psalm 78, Psalm 108, and Psalm 138. And for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, at the very end of the podcast, we have a segment that focuses on the book of Proverbs. Since there are 31 days in the month, today we are on Proverbs 18. But as we do every day, let's just pause for a moment to ask the Lord to be our focus and to be our guide for this time. Father in heaven, we come humbly here into this moment to seek you. We desire to draw near to you and to experience your mercy and your grace in the midst of our lives. We ask that you would pour into us your truth. We are desperate to experience hope in the face of chaos We desperately want to experience your joy, and we also want to understand the peace that you give that is better than anything that this world offers. We are opening our hearts and our minds to you. Allow our lives to be transformed by the power of your Holy Spirit through your life-giving words. We ask that you would lead us Guide us and illuminate for us as we journey today. Psalm 18 By David, the servant of the Lord, he sang this song to the Lord when the Lord rescued him from all his enemies, especially from Saul. He said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my Savior, my God my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the strength of my salvation, my stronghold. The Lord should be praised. I called on Him, and I was saved from my enemies. The ropes of death had become tangled around me. The torrents of destruction had overwhelmed me. The ropes of the grave had surrounded me. The clutches of death had confronted me. I called on the Lord in my distress. I cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry for help reached his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. 
Even the foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook violently because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils, and a raging fire came out of his mouth. Glowing coals flared up from it. He spread apart the heavens and came down with a dark cloud under his feet. He rode on one of the angels as he flew, and he soared on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his hiding place, the dark rain clouds his covering. Out of the brightness in front of him, those rain clouds passed by with hailstones and lightning. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High made his voice heard with hailstones and lightning. He shot his arrows and scattered them. He flashed streaks of lightning and threw them into confusion. Then the ocean floor could be seen. The foundations of the earth were laid bare at your stern warning, O Lord, at the blast of the breath from your nostrils. He reached down from high above and took hold of me. He pulled me out of the raging water. He rescued me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me because they were too strong for me. On the day when I faced disaster, they confronted me, but the Lord came to my defense. He brought me out to a wide open place. He rescued me because he was pleased with me. The Lord rewarded me because of my righteousness, because my hands were clean. He paid me back because I have kept the ways of the Lord and I have not wickedly turned away from my God because all his judgments are in front of me and I have not turned away from his laws. I was innocent as far as he was concerned. I have kept myself from guilt. The Lord paid me back because of my righteousness, because he can see that my hands are clean. In dealing with faithful people, you are faithful. With innocent people, you are innocent. With pure people, you are pure. In dealing with devious people, you are clever. You save humble people, but you bring down a conceited look. O Lord, you light my lamp. My God turns my darkness into light. With you I can attack a line of soldiers. With my God I can break through barricades. God's way is perfect. The promise of the Lord has proven to be true. He is a shield to all those who take refuge in Him. Who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock except our God? God arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like those of a deer and gives me sure footing on high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my arms can bend an archer's bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand supports me. Your gentleness makes me great. You make a wide path for me to walk on so that my feet do not slip. I chased my enemies and caught up with them. I did not return until I had ended their lives. I wounded them so badly that they were unable to get up. They fell under my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my opponents bow at my feet. You made my enemies turn their backs to me, and I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out for help, but there was no one to save them. They cried out to the Lord, but He did not answer them. 
I beat them into a powder as fine as the dust blown by the wind. I threw them out as though they were dirt on the streets. You rescued me from my conflicts with the people. You made me the leader of nations as people I did not know will serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they will obey me. Foreigners will cringe in front of me. Foreigners will lose heart, and they will tremble when they come out of their fortifications. The Lord lives. Thanks be to my rock. May God my Savior be honored. God gives me vengeance. He brings people under my authority. He saves me from my enemies. You lift me up above my opponents. You rescue me from violent people. That is why I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the nations, and make music to praise your name. He gives great victories to his king. He shows mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his descendants forever. Psalm 48 The Lord is great. He should be highly praised. His holy mountain is the city of our God. Its beautiful peak is the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion is on the northern ridge. It is the city of the great king. God is in its palaces. He has proved that he is a stronghold. The kings have gathered. They march together. When they saw Mount Zion, they were astonished. They were terrified and ran away in fear. Trembling seized them, like the trembling that a woman experiences during labor. With the east wind, you smash the ships of Tarshish. The things we had only heard about, we have now seen, in the city of the Lord of armies, in the city of our God. God makes Zion stand firm forever. Inside your temple, we carefully reflect on your mercy, O God. Like your name, O God, your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad, and the cities of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk around Zion. Go around it. Count its towers. Examine its embankments. Walk through its palaces. Then you can tell the next generation, This God is our God forever and ever. He will lead us beyond death. Psalm 78 Open your ears to my teachings, my people. Turn your ears to the words from my mouth. I will open my mouth to illustrate points. I will explain what has been hidden long ago, things that we have heard and known about, things that our parents have told us. We have not hidden them from our children. We will tell the next generation about the Lord's power and great deeds and the miraculous things He has done. He established written instructions for Jacob's people. He gave His teachings to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to make them known to their children so that the next generation would know them. Children yet to be born would learn them. They would grow up and tell their children to trust God, to remember what He has done, and to obey His commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation. Their hearts were not loyal. Their spirits were not faithful to God. 
the men of Ephraim, well-equipped with bows and arrows, turned and ran on the day of battle. They had not been faithful to God's promise. They refused to follow His teachings. They forgot what He had done, the miracles that He had shown them. In front of their ancestors, He performed miracles in the land of Egypt, in the fields of His own. He divided the sea and led them through it. He made the water stand up like a wall. He guided them by a cloud during the day and by a fiery light throughout the night. He split rocks in the desert. He gave them plenty to drink, an ocean of water. He made streams come out of a rock. He made the waters flow like rivers. They continued to sin against Him, to rebel in the desert against the Most High. They deliberately tested God by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God by saying, Can God prepare a banquet in the desert? True, He did strike a rock, and water did gush out, and the streams did overflow. But can He also give us bread or provide us, His people, with meat? When the Lord heard this, he became furious. His fire burned against Jacob, and his anger flared up at Israel because they did not believe God or trust him to save them. In spite of that, he commanded the clouds above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained manna down on them to eat and gave them grain from heaven. Humans ate the bread of the mighty ones, and God sent them plenty of food. He made the east wind blow in the heavens and guided the south wind by his might. He rained meat down on them like dust, birds like the sand on the seashore. He made the birds fall in the middle of his camp, all around his dwelling place. They ate more than enough. He gave them what they wanted, but they still wanted more. While the food was still in their mouths, the anger of God flared up against them. He killed their strongest men and slaughtered the best young men in Israel. In spite of all this, they continued to sin. They no longer believed in his miracles. He brought their days to an end like a whisper in the wind. He brought their years to an end in terror. When he killed some of them, the rest searched for him. They turned from their sins and eagerly looked for God. They remembered that God was their rock, that the Most High was their defender. They flattered Him with their mouths and lied to Him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to Him. They were not faithful to His promise. But He is compassionate. He forgave their sins. He did not destroy them. He restrained His anger many times. He did not display all of His fury. He remembered that they were only flesh and blood, a breeze that blows and does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness. How often they caused him grief in the desert. Again and again they tested God, and they pushed the Holy One of Israel to the limit. They did not remember his power the day he freed them from their oppressor when he performed his miraculous signs in Egypt his wonders in the fields of zone. He turned their rivers into blood so that they could not drink from their streams. He sent a swarm of flies that bit them 
and frogs that ruined them. He gave their crops to grasshoppers and their produce to locusts. He killed their vines with hail and their fig trees with frost. He let the hail strike their cattle and bolts of lightning strike their livestock. He sent his burning anger, rage, fury, and hostility against them. He sent an army of destroying angels. He cleared a path for his anger. He did not spare them. He let the plague take their lives. He slaughtered every firstborn in Egypt, the ones born in the tents of Ham when their fathers were young. Then he let his own people out like sheep and guided them like a flock through the wilderness. He led them safely. They had no fear while the seas covered their enemies. He brought them into his holy land, to this mountain that his power had won. He forced nations out of their way and gave them the land of the nations as their inheritance. He settled the tribes of Israel in their own tents. They tested God Most High and rebelled against Him. They did not obey His written instructions. They were disloyal and treacherous like their ancestors. They were like arrows shot from a defective bow. They made Him angry because of their illegal worship sites. They made Him furious because they worshipped idols. When God heard, He became furious. He completely rejected Israel. He abandoned his dwelling place in Shiloh, the tent where he had lived among humans. He allowed his power to be taken captive and handed his glory over to an oppressor. He let swords kill his people. He was furious with those who belonged to him. Fire consumed his best young men, so his virgins heard no wedding songs. His priests were cut down with swords. The widows of his priests could not even weep for them. Then the Lord woke up like one who had been sleeping, like a warrior sobering up from too much wine. He struck his enemies from behind and disgraced them forever. He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his holy place to be like the high heavens, like the earth which he made to last for a long time. He chose his servant David. He took him from the sheep pens. He brought him from tending the ewes that had had lambs so that David could be the shepherd of the people of Jacob, of Israel, the people who belonged to the Lord. With unselfish devotion, David became their shepherd. With skill, he guided them. Psalm 108, a song A Psalm by David My heart is confident, O God. I want to sing and make music even with my soul. Wake up, harp and lyre. I want to wake up at dawn. I want to give thanks to you among the people, O Lord. I want to make music to praise you among the nations, because your mercy is higher than the heavens. Your truth reaches the skies. May you be honored above the heavens, O God. Let your glory Extend over the whole earth. Save us with your powerful hand and answer us so that those who are dear to you may be rescued. God has promised the following through his holiness. I will triumph. I will divide Shechem. I will measure the valley of Sakoth. 
Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is the helmet on my head. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washtub. I throw my shoe over Edom. I will shout in triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Isn't it you, O God, who rejected us? Isn't it you, O God, who refused to accompany our armies? Give us help against the enemy, because human assistance is worthless. With God, we will display great strength. He will trample our enemies. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 138 by David. I will give thanks to you with all of my heart. I will make music to praise you in front of the false gods. I will bow toward your holy temple. I will give thanks to your name because of your mercy and truth. You have made your name and your promise greater than everything. When I called, you answered me. You made me bold by strengthening my soul. All the kings of the earth will give thanks to you, O Lord, because they have heard the promises you spoke. They will sing this about the ways of the Lord. The Lord's honor is great. Even though the Lord is high above, He sees humble people close up, and He recognizes arrogant people from a distance. Even though I walk into the middle of trouble, You guard my life against the anger of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand saves me. The Lord will do everything for me. O God, your mercy endures forever. Do not let go of what your hands have made. One thing that I have learned in 60 years of breathing is that asking God why questions are is fallacy. It's not a good idea. God is not answerable to us. We are answerable to Him. He created us and He controls everything in the universe. And sometimes when I read His Word, I don't understand the why. Why did that have to happen? I look at my life and it's the same way. I don't understand why, Lord. I've been faithful. Why? Okay, that's my version. Maybe God sees something different. He knows my heart. He sees everything about me. And all these things that He is allowing is for a purpose. It's a purpose that's higher than I can understand. And it might be something that locks step with somebody else's purpose in life. And so asking God why questions might just be an exercise in futility. For me, I do better if I praise Him and I thank Him for the things that He has done. He doesn't owe me anything, and I owe Him everything. So, gracious Father, we thank You for drawing each one of us to You through the words of Psalms and the words of Proverbs. This legacy of truth that is as everlasting as your faithful loving kindness continues to bless us. We thank you for all the technologies that allows your word to transcend time and space. 
Thank you for having the Holy Spirit impart not just the words to our ears, but to the very essence of your message of salvation into each one of our lives. We invite you into our struggles. We thank you that we are not alone, having to bear the weight of them on our own, without divine wisdom, without your mercy and grace moment by moment, as we continue to look to you instead of looking to others. We look expectantly to you for answers. Come, Holy Spirit, lead us into all truth throughout this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now for those who desire to go deeper into God's Word, hang in here for just a few more moments while we wrap up this part. Today we are in the 18th chapter of Proverbs. If you desire to reach out, to share thoughts, to ask questions, to request prayer or a Bible, the number to call or dial if you're in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you're not in the United States, I encourage you to use WhatsApp. That number is 1-470-240-1509. Psalmscast is also on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. You can use that as a point of contact as well. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Proverbs chapter 18. Yes, today is the 18th day of the month, and since this month has 31 days, it's a perfect month to go through the entire book of Proverbs. So that's how we decided on Proverbs 18 today. Simply allow God's words of wisdom to wash over you and through you, and trust the Holy Spirit to plant these truths deeply so that you can embrace them in that moment when you need them. Remember, the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. A loner is out to get what he wants for himself. He opposes all sound reasoning. A fool does not find joy in understanding, but only in expressing his own opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt also comes, and insult comes along with disgrace. The words of a person's mouth are like deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is an overflowing stream. It is not good to be partial toward a wicked person thereby depriving an innocent person of justice. By talking, a fool gets into an argument, and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin. His lips are trapped to his soul. The words of a gossip are swallowed greedily, and they go down into a person's innermost being. Whoever is lazy in his work is related to a vandal, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. A righteous person runs to it and is safe. A rich person's wealth is his strong city and is like a high wall in his imagination. Before destruction, a person's heart is arrogant, but humility comes before honor. Whoever gives an answer before he listens is stupid and shameful. 
a person's spirit can endure sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The mind of a person who has understanding acquires knowledge. The ears of wise people seek knowledge. A gift opens doors for the one who gives it and brings him into the presence of great people. The first to state his case seems right until his neighbor comes to cross-examine him. Flipping a coin ends quarrels and settles issues between powerful people. An offended brother is more resistant than a strong city, and disputes are like a locked gate in a castle tower. A person's speaking ability provides for his stomach. His talking provides him a living. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. Whoever finds a wife finds something good and has obtained favor from the Lord. A poor person is timid when begging, but a rich person is blunt when replying. Friends can destroy one another, but a loving friend can stick closer than family. A lot of the Proverbs here today had to do, once again, with our lips, what comes out of our mouth, our words, the things that we say. 